Waka waka guys, welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn, the triumphant post-episode 100 uh, marathon that we're going through. This is going to be episode 105, and as you can tell, I'm joined by any special guest, returning uh, friend of the show, Mr. CJ Emanuel. What's up, man? How are you doing? Hey, man. Micho, what's going on, brother? And congratulations on episode 100 plus. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to talk about a sequel. Now, it's this franchise has four installments, two of which are direct to TV movies. And I have dabbled with some franchises like that. A uh, perfect example was, oh man, Christmas Vacation Part Two. But I mean, I don't know. What do, do, what do you do? You consider TV movies to be part of a franchise, or just kind of like something like off to the side? Because sometimes they are canon, especially in this franchise. And uh, let the people know what movie franchise we're diving into. All right. So if uh... So we, the first time we uh, we covered a cult classic from my childhood, the original, and and none of the sequels can even come close to do justice, and that's Revenge of the Nerds. And so we're reviewing Revenge of the Nerds two Nerds uh, Nerds in Paradise. It came out in '92, almost. Uh, no, I'm sorry, my bad. Revenge of the no Revenge of the Nerds two Nerds of Paradise came out in '87. My bad. I was looking at the uh, ninety. I was looking at three and four. So. Yeah, 84 was the original, 87 was part two, summer of 87. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, for those of y'all who want to check out that episode that me and CJ did, uh, that's going to be on the Extra Butter feed. And uh, I'm already pretty sure I put it up there on YouTube also. So go ahead, like, subscribe on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts on both the main show and the Extra Butter show uh, or the podcast feed. But yeah, let's get into it, man. 87. The year, the year of what what is it? The the it's probably something. That was my the year I was born, so it's probably something dumb, like the year of the the cow or the year of the giraffe. You know, nothing. I was cool, like, so I, I'm a I'm a tiger. You talk about the Chinese count, yeah. Chinese zodiac. I'm a tiger. And I'm a tiger and I'm a Leo. So my birthday was just this past August 14th. Oh man, hell so, yeah. Um, Happy belated birthday. Thank you, thank you. Forty nine, bro. Really? Black you don't, don't even. Crack. You don't even look that old, for real. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's sexy as hell on the outside. On the inside, <laughs> not so much. Man, I look like I'm not older so than much. I really am. People say I'm, uh, like forty five. I'm like I'm barely thirty six. What the hell? But um, so yeah, eighty seven. So I remember. I remember this movie when it came out. Um, so the first time I would have seen it probably would have been when it hit cable in like that spring or summer of, of 88 or whatever. And I was going in, this is like the summer. It came out like the summer going into my eighth grade year. So, yeah. And even then when I saw, I saw the trailer and I'm like, PG 13, oh, this is going to be whack, bro. This, I'm not going to watch this bullshit. But uh, so I ended up seeing it probably like on HBO or Cinemax, or whatever movie channel, whatever it was back in the day. So that was yeah. my original rec uh, recollection of that franchise and that was probably i wouldn't be surprised that was the last time other than just watching it to review this show right for this show i didn't say it but we'll we'll, we'll get into um you know it's it, it's it, it's not as 
it's memorable. I mean, it's not as memorable. It's it's just you know what's the emoji that just has the line in the face? It just it's just it's just like that, you know. Like that emoji, kind uh, of like, just like yeah, straight face joint, you know. Yeah. Um, there I were mean, a couple of jokes in there that were kind of like like that, you know. I I did like I did like the cameo of uh, uh, Mr. Peter. It was Peter Hong as uh oh yeah uh, uh, you know that was a that was a nice little treat you know nope. what, what, what do you call a uh, snot something like that yeah, right like not, yeah he was like a master splinter yeah type, yeah, yeah. type of character he, man he he's he's still alive right he's been in a bunch yeah. of stuff like too many like from off the top of my head i can think of big trouble in little china Bro, Balls of Fury. I think he was in Drunken Master, bro. I, I did a review on another, you know, um, on remember the, the original drunk, uh, Drunken Master, young Jackie Chan. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, man. That go out of your way and check that shit out. It might still be on YouTube. Okay. The sequel. If you're talking about shitty sequels, the sequel doesn't come close to the classic, man. I mean, you got to you got to kind of. I mean, this that one came out in like seventy four, whatever. So the, um, so the choreography, you know, the story is very simple, but it's a very, very good. And you see a young Jackie Chan's charisma and his comedic timing. That was like the biggest thing that jumped out at such a young age. He had those comedic chops, you know. In in addition to the Mm. incredible athleticism and and choreography in the in the fight scenes. But anyway, we ain't talk about that. We talk about nerds (laughs) and shit like that. My bad, you know. I hear you good. So off the top of my head, I for whatever reason I thought the uh, Gilbert character. I didn't remember him when I first saw the movie. I didn't remember him being in the sequel as much as the original. Like he was in there, mm-hmm. and I mean, do you think his absence hurt the film or helped the film because there's one less "quote unquote" nerd? Well. I was I was reading on um while I was kind of reading up on the the synapses of the movie and critic reviews and shit like that. So that was one of the questions that I had uh, writing down. I'm like, um, broken leg. That's bullshit. Okay, why didn't he want to be in this movie and shit? Why is he just kind of doing a cameo that? And he 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 said it wasn't like just one and done. Yeah, (laughs) he hated the script. He's like, this script sucks, man. I don't want to be a part of this bullshit. So he uh said the only way I'll do this, I'm gonna shoot all my all my scenes in one location and one, you know, like they shot like in two, three days. I think this was like, and I, and I think time like I don't think he'd even got onto ER yet. If he did, mm-hmm. ER had just gotten started, but he wasn't even like Anthony Edwards su- uh super TV star yet. I don't think um, ER was on until like the mid-90s. I want like early, 95. Yeah, so this maybe was maybe 94. Yeah. Because so that was yeah, that was a glaring absence, and Ted McGinley as Stan Gable was not in there. Yeah, and was Betty Child and stuff, bro. Yeah, uh, but that was the other thing that got me is like, so, so, uh, ogres in this film, but you would think, oh, say, so all the alphabetas, these aren't the same alphabetas from Adams College. They're obviously from a different college, pr- probably from the one there at there in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, this is still supposed to be. Well, yeah, that's a good question. No, I think because Ogre's there. Maybe Ogre was representing Adams College. No, because I think those were Adams College. I think, each, I think each college sent their their fraternity president or whatever. Maybe because there were some other black trilams that were in there. So maybe. Yeah. 
Which was kind of <laughs> fucked up because they didn't have their back. I mean, they're supposed to be attorney brothers. And, you had Jefferson didn't smarten them up at all, bro. And he's like, they're like, God, Negro is all your own. Yeah. So, yeah. So, feel. yeah. But I, I mean, I get why they put Ogre in this movie because they need that one memorable jock to be like, oh, nerds. And then we see here at the end of the movie, he's now befriended the nerds because these yeah. alpha betas well, kicked him off the boat. But we'll get there. We'll get there in a little bit. Um, oh, so the the chick in this film, Summer, I seen her in some things. I think she was in a yeah, man, it's a the sitcom with yeah, Jim, with uh, John, was it Jim? Yeah, Jim Belushi's. Uh, what the fuck was the show? According yeah, to Jim, um, something like that. Yeah, she was a wife on According to Jim. Yeah, that was one of her, if not her first uh, major role. It was one of the early huh. ones, man. And it was cool that she wasn't like a bitch at the beginning. Like she was actually like she was being treated like shit by the fucking general manager or the acting manager. Uh, that dude was just a fucking piece of shit. I mean, he canceled the nerds' can- uh, reservation because they're uh, nerds. Yeah. Talk about the hotel, the acting hotel manager uh, dude or whatever. Yeah, I forgot his, his, his real name and stuff. I, I was trying uh, to look him up and see what other movies he had been in. Oh, um, yeah. He's been in some things. Oh, top of my head. What did I see him on? Oh, man. I can't even think of it. I have to pull up his the Wikipedia. But, yeah, he's been in some things, too. Um, what was the other thing that really, like, there's just a Pops, oh, uh, booger! You see how his bag when he packs his bag, he just loads it up with condoms. Like this dude is getting pussy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's that that one kind of made me chuckle in the beginning. Talk about the opening credits when yeah, like he he took a pair of socks out. Yeah, he took a pair of socks or whatever, and and to make more room for the for the potential sex he was going to be having in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, he's like he's probably just he's not even getting pussy. He probably just using up till he doesn't get you know booger semen all over the walls but i mean he's booger so i guess he wouldn't give a fuck he's he blows his nose on his hand and his shirt uh let's see so who else was glaringly missing so um anthony edwards was missing uh betty child so i so with betty child there was supposed to be a scene early in the movie where uh gilbert caught her sleeping with another alpha beta or whatever and she uh. said she she asked to cut that out because at the end of nerd she fell in love with gilbert so she felt that that would have been conflict to her character and stuff so that's because she I, she was in, in part three i do kind of remember that and she was she was down for gilbert she was like nerd love back then so so um, i noticed that was a there was like a small little flash of her picture or whatever in the beginning montage hold on let me let pippin in yeah uh was it gilbert or what was the other gilbert was the one who was the one that was hurt that was gilbert did i say gilbert i meant to say lewis Gilbert was Anthony Edwards. Yeah. And yeah. Lewis was Robert okay. Carradine. Yes. So, yeah. But then um, if you think about it in this movie, he ha- okay. So he has Betty Childs. Lewis has Betty Childs back home, but he still gets with Summer. I know. I know. But if you smash cut to part three, Lewis is and Mary and Mary Jane. Lewis yeah, and Betty married are married to her. And, you know, about to have kids and shit. Some, some goofy shit like that. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, I thought that was kind of weird to kind of force her. You know, I guess Lewis had to get some tail. I mean, spring break college, you know, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, I figured he would have been like a good uh, a good dude and, and throw yeah. some of that pussy. The, the new the new nerd, Stuart, you know, the one that was working at the hotel. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Barry Sobel, man. 
man, see that I remember when that guy was like a up and coming comedian and shit and got like Eddie Murphy co-signed and shit, man. So I kind of popped when I saw that dude. I was like, oh shit, I remember him, man. He was supposed to be, he was supposed to be like another, he was supposed to blow up, man. He had like his little bit of like rise, yeah. and then yeah, I don't know. No. But I said, oh hey, shit, he I remember that rhyme, dude. though. He was freestyle or he was rapping like Beastie Boy style. I'm talking about the white dude, man, Stewart. Not you talk about oh yeah, yeah, you're right. In the rap scene it was, was Stuart, Lamar. yeah. Yeah. That was like the best part of the movie, man. It was I was like, oh shit, Lamar kind of got bars and shit. Oh yeah. And he actually knew who um um actually he actually wrote those lyrics and stuff, or you know what I'm saying? Uh who Lamar or Stewart? Yeah. No, oh, Lamar. Little yeah. old me. Lamar. Right that in the credits, bro. I was like, oh shit, he wrote them shits. Go ahead, man. I mean, I, was it, it kind of weird that they it was 87-ish, you know. Yeah, was it weird that they kind of went back to the will in a sort of way that they went and did their little like stage performance? Like, oh, he's rapping. They had to do all the greatest hits, bro. They had they were doing all the greatest hits. They were that Yo, it was kind of early cliche as hell. Yeah. Um, you were talking about who who wasn't in this film? Uh, the Asian uh Japanese guy who plays Akashi. Yeah. Akashi. Yeah, he's actually I don't know the he... actor who played him. Actually, played Leonardo in one of the Ninja Turtle movies. I want to oh, say the first okay. one. All right, because he's in three and four. So okay, yeah. all right. Oh, yeah, okay. and then he's in oh, he's in police you. academy too. Was he? And one of the police academies, I can't remember which one, but I know he's that's one of his film credit credits. And me and my wife went because that's one of her favorite. We, we she that's the first time I went through the whole death march all the way down to the last one and shit. <laughs> that was that was brutal. Oh god, that was brutal. yeah. I think though, I think I co- I covered uh the Moscow one. I think it was like yeah. seven or eight. Six or seven, or yeah, one yeah, of the last ones, if not the last one. But hey, I, man. I don't remember him in that one, man. But oh, oh, what's her name? Oh, Callahan. She she can put me in a headlock all day. Yeah, she had oh. tables back in the day. Uh-huh. Um, um, so yeah, so they go to Fort Lauderdale. They can't get a room. They end up staying in like this this rundown Roach Motel, like ghetto as fuck. Like even the Hotel Coral Essex. <laughs> Yeah, when you when you when they when they do their performance, they, they put they cut the e off and it just said or the, all the bunch of letters it's just hot pearl sex. Yeah. Um. The guy, the bad though, did the alpha man, the alpha beta, I guess president or spokesman. Canal Essex because it was like hot anal sex. Yeah, it was like yeah, some hot coral anal. Essex or something like that. Oh, oh yeah, when they break that, it made it look like a hot anal sex. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a pretty recognizable guy if y'all are people are out there fans of uh billy madison from what 90 94 95 who, who are you talking about he played carl no he didn't play carl he played the the bad guy in billy madison the the alpha beta oh what was his name oh, the main, oh what was his name um, the one that kind of replaced roger, oh, guy who yeah. played roger whatever his name was roger um, yeah he was he, he was kind of like that hey guys like being their friend and cool and you knew it was up it was just like like ah, oh, like fake. He was being so fake in the beginning, and and there's dumbass Lewis. He's like, you know what, Roger? Could you introduce me to uh, the manager? I was like, ah, oh, I can't do that. He's like literally sitting behind him. He could just be like, hey, excuse me, sir. Like you and don't need to be introduced. Nineteen ninety five, Bradley Whitford. That, oh, it's Brand- Randy. Yeah, he looks like a Randy. Bradley Whitford. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. Eighty five is so he's Billy. Billy. I'm, I mean, ninety five. He was in. Oh, he's in Handmaidens Tale and all that shit. Yeah, he's been some stuff off, too. I just took you off your train of thought like a motherfucker, didn't I? I'm sorry, man. <laughs> you're good, you're good. But yeah, so like the whole Lewis is oblivious to the world thinking that 
oh, they would treat me like a normal person. Like, no, they're they're shitting on you because you're a nerd. Yeah. And we we talked about it the last time being a nerd nowadays ain't really a ain't really a, 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 a like a scarlet letter or anything. Like I I told you in uh, the original, they predicted the nerd culture was yeah. going to take. They said it in the movie, and it happened in yeah. the movie and in real life. You know, real life, I mean, was like, oh, it's like pathetic, nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but this, I think this movie takes place a year after the first film, which is kind of, kind of impressive for, uh, for, uh, oh, what's his name, the the boy, the the young kid in the first movie. Yeah, Wormser, but that was a Wormser. different. No, this was, it's the wait, same this guy, same Wormser in the sequel. Yeah. He did the first two, and then he didn't do the, the the three and four. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but uh-huh. timeline wise, it was supposed to be one year later, but real time wise, it was like three, like three or four. Yeah, I remember it was noticeably different. When as a kid, I remember like this nigga's voice was squeaking in the first movie, and shit. now now he sounds like this. You know, yeah, like a little night call a bowl cut. Now he's got like yeah. like a little redhead bowl cut. Now he's all dark haired, and they probably should have replaced him with like if if he was. Like I don't know, ten in the first one, they should have had like an eleven-year-old. Yeah, next kind of like him. Anyway, that's picking nits on a terrible movie, <laughs> so it doesn't doesn't matter. But I was reading also. I mean, as bad as the movie was, it was it turned a profit. It, it had a budget of like ten million, and it made thirty, bro. So that's that considered sense. success. Yeah, success. That's success. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, their budget. I mean, it's not like they were doing a sci-fi movie where they had to use like some kind of like special special effects uh, but uh film that but yeah so um oh man what was i gonna talk about oh so they so they had this come this college fraternity convention right they get they finally get accepted into the meeting but they have to sit on the floor then just to just to fuck with them they they're gonna bring up this whole like okay you have to meet these standards you not only have to be academically at this level but you also have to be physically fit at the same you know like so they're looking for ways like if hey these nerds ain't gonna be able to bench 250 that's perfect way to get them out of this convention get them out of this deal they end up well they end up you know getting that uh that rule basically thrown out of the agenda for the conference exactly. to be voted on. And so they're, they're trying to figure out how to get rid of these nerds. They have to, they literally have to go the way of faking friendship with them, sending some chicks to go and party with them and oh, take my, and I think it was Roger's car that they took. And oh, yeah. thanks Roger. You're awesome, dude. You're so nice. Thanks. And he reports it stolen, gets them thrown in jail and at this point in the movie, I'm just applauding Lewis because his nuts finally drop and he freaking uh, he barks back at the uh, the potential uh, rapist in jail. That was going to yeah. yeah, like he he just fucking just like, you get out. We're not talking. Leave us the fuck alone. Like, he, he just fucking bowls up to him yeah, and kind of scares Poindexter. Poindexter is just like, mm, but he's always kind of like, I mean, the dude's basically blind i mean he's talking to a cardboard cutout woman gonna go to the pool bar to get her a drink in a suit i mean there's some funny moments in the pool though i mean he's he's up to his neck in the pool in his full three-piece suit how the hell he doesn't feel that shit bro you know like damn you blinded what's blinded blinded and numb blind and numb because if you be able to feel like i don't know it's 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 funny and then Oh my goodness! The the way Booger just goes after women, 
like he almost like Pepe Le Pew. I mean, almost like a like like a serial sex sex offender. He was kind of like a personification of like the the suppressed horny nerd who wishes he was bold enough to get slapped in the face. At least you know you know. So there was probably he's kind of like an alter ego, almost like an anti nerd. Like I don't know. I mean, I knew some guys not quite as gross as him, but that were they that didn't care. confident in their own yeah. skin, right? They didn't give a shit. They didn't they think that they were, they were clearly nerds and shit, you know. Yeah. But, but I respected cats like that, man, that were just very comfortable in their own skin, you know? Yeah, like they didn't they they didn't care of the repercussions. They were gonna shoot right. their shot regardless of whether it, it hit the target or missed it completely. Right. And that's how you make a lot of shots by taking a lot of shots and shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, better, the more you do, the more yeah. reps you put in. So, yeah. So, I mean, hell, by the time I think part four is when he gets married, right? Or is it three? Yeah. Yeah. I was, I think it was four. I think that was the last one. Nerds in love or whatever the hell it was called. Yeah. No, no, like no, no, no. That was three. And then four was the new generation or whatever. So I think it was okay. third got married. I know one of the one of the the, the next two, yeah, he yeah. Was, he's he's Same. getting married and stuff. I, right. um, I ain't watching shits. I ain't even. <laughs> <with> shit, <so. laughs> you know it was hard to find this movie, man. I don't have it in my possession in DVD form or whatever. Can't go to a movie store or, or a rental store no more and rent it, even if right. you know. I, I mean, I might be lucky if I go to a flea market. So let me see what's on streaming. The original ones on streaming, Revenge of the Nerds one. But this one and the the three sequels, you can't find them anywhere. And so I was able to get I got lucky um, through my direct TV and found it on like the arc on en- course or star one of those channels. Yeah. And that would still be there. So I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. It had commercials in it. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. That was that was the only way I could stream it because but I, I don't have a like. I think who like a subscription to stars on any of my Hulu or Philo or anything like that. I only had it on my my yeah. old direct TV that I only watch football on and shit for the most part. Yeah, and um, and like I told you, I was like, I mean, it was on Amazon, but you got to rent it on Amazon, yeah. and that's yeah. what I did. I just coughed up the four dollars, popped it in, and then uh, good thing is the good thing it doesn't stay because I don't think I want to watch that shit again. I mean. Do it, man. <laughs> um, one and done. Stick with the original. Um, so talk- yeah, I'll watch one probably in a few years, just as a guilty pleasure again. Yeah, probably will. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it pops up like on Comedy Central or something. Yeah, something like that. But I'll only watch it if I can get the uncut version. I won't watch the commercial version. Yeah, yet. you got to see Betty Child's boobies. That's my <laughs> pie. Yeah, pie. Yeah. <laughs> I do that. Just all the stuff that they're just there's just no way they could do today's. Oh know. no! I mean, we've t- we talked about it that time, um, and then uh, I think I want to say Disco and Conan had talked about it. No, no uh, I'm sorry. It was a different podcast. It was uh, on the Two Bears One Cave podcast with Bert and Tom. They were talking about Revenge of the Nerds and how he they basically how Lewis basically raped her. Oh, 100 percent, he did. Yeah. yeah, I remember thinking back then. I was like. So like, yeah, you could do that <laughs> for real. Like it, like it, it literally spawned an age of sexual offenders. I was like, I can't wait to, I can't wait to go to college, man. 
For real, dude. And it didn't dawn on me. It's like, I mean, you had some movie, but you get some some weirdo in the back, like, hey, maybe I should do that with Sally back in back at the trailer park. But this movie, there wasn't no uh, well, maybe when they dressed up like Indians and threw threw that chick over, and then yeah, that was kind of dicey too. I was like, and then Ogre takes her to the back of the oh, but the, the ass of the takes woods. going to Florida, bro. What the hell? Yeah, Ogre was getting some. They 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 fucking run up on Ogre getting him some some pussy, and uh, yeah. he instead of like finishing, he just he he says, "No, wait for me here," and nerds and goes after the nerds like, bro, come on. Nerds are getting some getting some a chick that wants to do your goofy fucking cross-sided fucking I mean let's be real ogre is kind of a like a dirt level like an oversized booger his hair is all messed up takes a yeah it takes like a 30 minute piss that whole scene where they're at the freaking uh the alphas chilling and ogres ogres pissing the whole time and tiny's over there trying to make like like uh some kind of weird joke where they're like the fuck are you talking about? Because he was talking about tiny joint. Tiny. Yeah, tiny dick or something like that. Like, yeah, that's why they, you know, it's an opposite thing. You know, like, like uh, I'm I'm big, so they call me tiny. I was like, nah, I don't think so, bro. That way, bro. Nah. Uh, what what were some of the? Well, yeah, we talked about the other alphas. Uh, I thought all the alphas would have been the same color. I think like what black and white or black, uh, navy blue and white stripe. These other alphas, they had like a yellow kind of like sweater or tones unless it's to represent the college i don't know i don't know it was kind of the style back then too you know they kind of that was kind of on brand with how they fucking those type of kids really look like that though it was kind of and we talked a little bit about it they kind of messed up that they didn't have their backs the whole time they were there and then not to the very end then they want to you know uh get ready to fight fight with them and stuff it's like really bro like Regardless if they're nerds, you get it. they're your fraternity brothers from another campus. Like yeah, they uh, yeah those landers they know sold them. They say I don't know these cats. Nah. They are like hey maybe they, these guys are about to win something. Like, let's have their backs. Um, the crazy thing is how they're able to realize how that how far they are from the island or from the Florida because they basically after they got out of jail they were kidnapped and thrown off the side of the boat. To yeah, stay at a deserted island, an island or whatever, you know. And instead of making a boat, they re- they find which is pretty pretty badass. They find the old what was it, Colonel uh, Cuban some generals, freedom statue. fighter, general or something. Yeah, something. And they just happen to have uniforms and for in in a woman's size, you know. Because yeah, well, she was like there, bro. Yeah. But, um, but Poindexter, point. When the fuck did Poindexter find time to do his hair in the in the in the, like, oh my god! And what were they braids? I don't know. They're just kind of like spidered out. I mean, he kind of come out looking like Coolio. Nah, I don't know, bro. That was that was brutal. But yeah, so that was a nice convenient plot device they happened to stumble upon the way to get back in time to atone for you know to defend themselves because they were facing permanent banning. You know, do the yeah. ethics violations because they got set up. Rod, yeah. Rod set them up, and um, fucking Rod. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and Ogre, remember, Ogre got tossed aside because he was like, "Man, I'm he was gonna snitch." Back. 
He and was they, gonna nah, snitch. You can't tell nobody. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So they. That's like, they, man, throw this dumb motherfucker 80, over. They, they gave him eighty. They eighty six to him. That means permanent removal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he ran up on disco and was just like. <laughs> They call they call eighty six the back reception and oh shit if you if you if you reference if you even reference anything that rhymes with blade and you're addicted to it hey you man get, I, you get listen, you're gonna mess around and get banned just somebody's gonna clip this you're gonna mess around and get banned oh <laughs> he already banned my my podcast uh, profile I don't even know if he thinks I don't even think he knows uh, both my personal and uh, podcast. Twitter follow him, but he banned the, the fucking podcast one just for making that comment. He's gonna mess around to get this one banned too. Well, but um, <laughs> hey, Elon Musk is about to hey, he's about to revert all that shit. So who knows? I might show it back on his on his timeline. And that don't affect getting banned from the uh mailbag or anything like that. <laughs> I was saying that'll yeah. that'll have nothing to do with Elon Musk, you know what I'm saying? But uh yeah, man. So all in all, like this movie. I think if they would have ended it before they had that whole ceremony of of ogre joining Lambda Lambda, mm. it would have been better, and like maybe leaving that as like oh, uh, what is it? What do they call it? A deleted scene or an alternate ending? Because yeah. that ending was just that was worse than shit. I, th- I think if they would have ended it right before they started it, it definitely would have been better. Hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> they would just say, "Wait, like, they didn't even put the, they didn't even throw the credits until they got to Fort Lauderdale." But it made money. It made money. You know what I'm saying? It made oh, yeah. times its budget. So that's considered a, a success, and it it shout out two more, even though they were made for TV. It shout out two more sequels, and Robert Carradine. Yeah. And so, so Robert Carradine was in all of them. Curtis yeah. Armstrong was in all of them. Uh. Lamar was in all of them. Okay. Um, point Point Dexter two or no? Point Dexter said, "Fuck that." I they had someone else play Point Dexter. Um, I think in the third one, but Timothy Busfield said, "Yeah." Uh, At this yeah. time, he's already done movies. He's already done Field of Dreams. He's already done yeah. other stuff. He's like, "Nah, I'm good." And so, but then Stan and Betty were in three and four. They had someone else play Wormser. They had someone else play Poindexter. I think they had someone else play Gilbert or something like that. But Yeah, because he probably would have been. Mr. Skolnick was in all of them as a little bit. You know. Now, he was. All, I always like seeing him on there because I like, you know, James Cromwell. I like that. So I popped every time I saw Mr. Skolnick. Oh, Lewis. He was in and out. He little, yeah, he yeah. got his little zings in. Uh-huh. He was out. Collect the check and I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? So I like uh-huh. I popped every time I saw him. Speaking of people that was in the longest yard, he was the uh, warden. He played the warden in the oh, remake. Yeah, yeah. So everything connects. Everything is seven degrees to Kevin Bacon or whatever the fuck that's. Yeah, yeah, six, yeah six degrees to Kevin Bacon. Or seven so all in all, let's 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 do this. Do you think they should make a remake of the sequel? Or because, re- like we said, or like a follow up. That's one of these movies that, you know, how they do it now. Like Halloween. Oh, it's a direct sequel to the first film. So should there be a timeline sequel, different? Oh, this whole like that, that erases all three sequels and is a direct 
a sequel to the first one that yeah, has these nerds being the know, bullies now. Like the nerds are running, like we said, they kind of did shit. that though with uh they kind of did that with 21 Jump Street. They kind of did that. If you remember, do you ever see the, the movie with Channing Tatum and I've seen um, I've seen the movie and, and was it Jonah Hill? Yeah. And, uh, I've seen the movie. I never really saw the TV show. Yeah, so the but TV I, show was like really cool. It was, you know, they were it was you know young Johnny Depp, Holly Robinson, Peter DeLuise, whatever, and they were young, cool. Richard Rico, Richard Rico, he as Booker. Yeah, that was that was the hot fire back in the day. I, I was like young, I was like 14, 15 when that came out. I love that show. I, I only get that because of the Night at the Roxbury movie. And I was like, who's yeah. this Richard Rico guy? And I was like, oh, oh, he's he used to be on uh, this show, Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the movie was a was kind of like a modern version of it, and instead of so the main characters in that Channing Tatum was in high school was the, the jock and the stud and the yeah. popular and used to bully the nerd, yeah. and then so they, when they became undercover cops. He thought he was going to be the cool kid again, and he and, but Jonah Hill ended up being the cool kid because then by then the nerds had taken over, you know, again yeah. predicted by the That's original. Right. Revenge of the Nerds, you know what I'm saying? Callback. Yeah, so, almost like uh, how Billy Madison when he went to do school, he was all trying to be cool, and everybody's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? You're like 40." Yeah, but if they if they did a remake of this movie, of the franchise, it, it would have to be the first one. But there's just no way it would be all snowflaked out. You know, you'd have a multi. You know, it just wouldn't be the same. There's just no way. So you might as well just. Put this in a museum and let us old folks remember, you know what I'm saying, and watch this, you know, admit that this shit happened and this is how it was. Is it going to be like that museum in Demolition Man? Probably, yeah, we're heading there. You know, I'm trying to figure out like which um, science, f- science, science fiction post apocalypse, I can't even say the word, <laughs> but which of these movies are like closest? I, I saw some kind of meme that had like a timeline of like all these different movies and shit, like Soylent Green and, and 1984 and all the, it was like we were like in between like uh, the uh, the end of the world was day after tomorrow and like something else whatever like idiocracy or some shit like that huh. <laughs> so, oh, okay so crazy. like oh, like this was a time like 20 like what was it uh 2015 back to the future it says a 2000 and then the next one yeah, is, so that, that movie was, was uh, all the science fiction movies yeah. all with like dune you know like so, where we're at specifically yeah. yeah where we are realistically at the timeline so we were like uh-huh. somewhere after I had the movie 2012 so we were just just after that day after we were like just after day after tomorrow and like right before independence day or something like that <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> but, well our, uh, all right man um what else can we talk about this movie or that hasn't already been said and and uh poo-pooed on uh would you recommend this to somebody who's let's say who's never seen any revenge of the nerds as part of their movie if you, checklist i would say if you if you took our recommendation and saw the first one and then like compared it watch this one at a, it's a pg-13 version so you kind of already know it's going to lose some of its you know shock and all that the first one had but if you liked it that much and just have a morbid curiosity go ahead go for it but i'm warning you <laughs> i'm saying it's it's that blank emoji face. That's the review I would give it. I wouldn't give it no. Uh, I, I 
I'm, I'm kind of a lot of time has passed over the years. So I'm kind of where I was this. I'm kind of like, eh, like not all the way down, but it's not yeah. as terrible. As far as terrible movie goes, it's not too terrible, but it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have the same magic as the first one. Um, and like you said, it's PG-13. So you don't you don't see bare boobies. You, you see a wet T-shirt contest at the closest you're going to get to. Yeah, that was, that um, was a treat. I was wondering what gratuitous scene was going to show, but. Yeah. Uh, so that's so that's uh, that wraps up this episode on Revenge of the Nerds two. Uh, I want to thank CJ for joining me, and uh, appreciate I appreciate you coming on here talking comedy. I appreciate you coming on here talking nerds, and uh, and I appreciate you reaching out to 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 do an, another episode. And like I mean, like I tell all my guests, just hit me up. Even if I don't reach out, I know I'm bad at that. I got to reach out to Everett and, and Tito and see if they want to jump on and have some time to to talk movies or whatever. Just follow me at CJ Tells Jokes, either on Instagram or on Twitter. Um, so I had taken down Love Life's comedy. I kind of taken down CJ Emanuel's comedy because I was just I was too scatterbrained and shit. So I got like three or four podcasts I was trying to do at the same time, plus comedy. So I'm going to end up probably just doing one podcast and just that'll cover everything so just follow me at one of those at cj tells jokes either way just it's easy to remember and any announcements any updates that'll come there so it's short and sweet and simple right now i'm just see at cj tells jokes okay okay yeah for sure so uh y'all go follow him on y'all's y'all social media and if you're in the san antonio area and you want to uh enjoy some late night or nighttime comedy get your you know get out and hang out oh yeah a lot of places that they serve drinks you know snacks food drinks food yeah oh yeah go out there and then and, and enjoy it. if even if cj's on or not on just go out there and support your local uh comedians oh, yeah, there's so many good comics out here yeah i'm gonna go yeah. see some of my friends perform yeah as soon as we wrap up here remember guys if you ain't laughing you ain't living take care of yourself and the people you love nanu nanu peace What's up?